This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. It went away pretty fast after the CFL made that announcement yesterday. Wouldn't you say that they're no longer talking to the XFL? How about that? When you think about all the media types saying, well, if this didn't happen, big waste of time. Well, having these conversations with them, exploring a possibility. They need to explore six, seven, eight possibilities, and one will be good enough that it'll save the league and make up for all the time spent on the others. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Friday, everybody. It absolutely is. It's Canada's daytime sports talk show, so I say good day, Canada, and uh, to Canadian sports fans around the world. Thanks for checking in with us. We're in the bunker, and we're talking sports. We got Moose DuPont back. Ta-da! Finally back to normal. How are you, Moose? I'm amazing. I actually said to you, the name nickname Moose, I'm really liking it, and I said, am I the only one that calls you that? And you said, no. The viewers are calling me that now. So it's it's slowly catching on. My mom's not yet. She's not. When calling she me does, that. it's a win. Okay. Yeah. 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 Moose Dupont and the old time hockey fans will know Andre Moose Dupont. That is in uh, his honor. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, it's been quite a week. We we save Fridays for football, obviously, and we got some of our good friends coming up on the program today. Longtime BC Lions color commentator Julio Caravada will join us from the left coast. He until a couple of years ago was the last Canadian to start a game at quarterback in the CFL, Julio Caravada. He was a punter by trade, won a great cup with the Lions, but he was a quarterback too. Brandon Banks changed that, and now Brandon Banks owns that honor. And I actually thought, Moose, do you think Brandon Banks, or sorry, uh, yeah, Brandon Banks is regretting his decision to become a cop in the Peel region, Toronto area? I know, right? Um, probably not. Probably not. I think he's pretty comfortable with that. But yeah. Air Canada. You might be thinking about it a little bit when football's back. I don't think so. <laughs> and uh, the quarterback of the Edmonton Elks will be with us in hour two. Fear the deer. Trevor Harris is going to be with us. And he's a good friend of ours, too. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Before we get to the quick six show topics, and we welcome Moose back into the bunker, you were saying that you haven't been in here for 10 days. Yeah. Crazy. Like last Tuesday was the last day and your Wednesday was the travel day. So how about that? It's been a long time uh, coming. I'm not going to say that I missed the studio because it was great getting out of here and and doing those shows on location, but it's good to be back. You've been on golf courses. You've been in Montreal. You've been everywhere, man. Uh, By the way, uh, producer Clark asked our viewers that are watching on streaming Facebook and YouTube to check in from where they're watching from today. And I appreciate that. Uh, Lauren Smith checking in from Kamloops, home of BC Lions training camp. James in Borden, Manitoba says, Football Friday, let's go! Got Snowman checking in from Carolina. So please, if you're watching and you have the means to write, or you can send us a note on the Prairie Mobile text line, 306-840-8777. That is 840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Mobility dealer. Again, I know you're all waiting for our take on the biggest football news. Just hang on to your bingo cards for a second. 
because we have, Darren, I'll let you take this over. Um, the Great Western Summer Photo Album. We're going to go with seven photos here. Why don't you narrate this if you don't mind? Yeah, I don't know which ones they pulled. We gave them a lot of photos here. So I guess uh, whip up some photos here. Ah! So I guess first time we've been together. This was in Montreal. In the studio, yeah, since the trip. So, uh, yeah, casual break and enter. That was kind of the theme of the trip, right? <laughs> I was scaling the fence. We didn't actually break into IGA Stadium. This is from just the outside the stadium. Jari Park, but Jari Park, beautiful spot there in Montreal. Oh, yeah. Um, and this was a shot inside the stadium. This is uh, Joe Beef, the number uh, two rated restaurant in the country. Your, uh, your friend uh, Bob Marier, your sober coach, uh, got us in. Bob Marier treated us to that one. Best which, steak I've ever had. Which was awesome. So uh, that's uh, a great shot. This is uh, Stephen Ellis. Actually, he <laughs> spotted you on St. Catherine Street yes. on uh, Saturday night. off nights. Yeah, Saturday night. And uh, wanted to come over, say hi, and got a good photo there. So that mm. was fun. Weather was great. Uh, hey, that was uh, down on the water. That was on a yacht that we actually broke onto, too. That's where we had coffee in the morning, uh, right in the port of Old Montreal. Um, gorgeous spot overlooking the water. If we had more time, we were going to rent a boat. And there's Knuckles Nyland. We picked up the dessert in front, but you should have seen him master in the kitchen. He had that going. We had veal, these beautiful lemon-roasted potatoes, green beans. Oh, man, it was all done right. Knuckles Nyland, and he is intense watching the game. There's That's his the crew. Uh, partner, Jamie, and there's Bob in the bottom left. Um, yeah, great spot. It was awesome to watch the game there. and That was Knuckles Nyland's house uh, in a suburb of Montreal, right on the river. My oh, God, it's man. so beautiful. Right on this the is water. You. This is you. And this is yesterday after uh, the golf was done, Craft uh, an Original 16 and sat and watched some of the golf uh, wrap up. So it was a good way to wrap up the trip. And that was just a little sample of, of Montreal, but... Uh, a lot of sun, a lot of uh, getting out and meeting people. And, and friends. And friends. The RP Show Summer Photo Albums presented by Great Western Brewing Company. Share with us how you're enjoying this summer and get a chance to be featured on the RP Show every Monday morning by using the hashtags RP Show or GW Beer Summer. Great Western Lager is the new great tasting beer to enjoy this summer. Locally made, get your Great Western Lager at a store near you. The viewers have reminded me that I was referring to Brandon Bridge but calling him Brandon Banks and I saw the weird look in your you're like, Rod, am I going to correct you or not? I'm sorry. Yes, that's what I meant. You people all knew what I meant. So thank you. And apologies to Brandon Bridge, who I still don't think is uh, regretting his decision to become a police officer in the Toronto area. Okay, so let's hit the quick six show topic. Thanks. And we're going to spend a lot of time on, uh, on this one. Number one. Four Saskatchewan Rough Riders come up with injured Achilles tendons yesterday all at once in a non-contact group workout at Mosaic Stadium. And by name, Larry Dean, Freddie Bishop III, Nelson Lacombo, their first-round pick this year, and another draft choice, Canadian running back Jonathan Femi Cole. Like, to say my phone blew up yesterday, it melted with this news out of Mosaic Stadium. And honestly, I just said, you know what? I'm not saying anything about it. Dunk will say something about it. And he led the nation in his coverage, as he always does. But... Word gets around fast. Like, I don't know who's allowed to be in the stadium. I guess the riders hastily called a news conference, from what I understand. And general manager Jeremy O'Day explained the workout, explained what happened, explained how they're going to try to get over this. And the buzz in the league is, why are they having these workouts? We're not having these workouts. What are they doing over there? And my take, 
And it's my commentary today on Cat Country and Rock 98.5 FM is Jeremy O'Day is a by-the-book guy. I've known him since the 90s. He doesn't fudge the rules. He doesn't break the rules. Now, are they guilty of maybe pushing their guys a little more than everybody else? That's possible. But their strength and conditioning coach, Clinton T. Spencer, is the best in the Canadian Football League and one of the best in pro football overall. Good friend of mine. So were they maybe pushing the guys? I don't know. That would sound a lot more likely to me than having an illegal, unsanctioned workout for their players. But Darren, that's what the teams, other teams are saying in the league. And I saw Farhan say that on SportsCenter when I was watching his report on TSN that, hey, uh, the other teams are just going, what's up? Yeah, and I think we're looking at some of the other guys that are saying, look, at, we're not on the field yet. Why? Like, how are they on the field working out? What's happening? And I'm with you on this. Like, I don't think they were doing anything illegal. I thought that, you know, probably looking at what they're allowed to do and maybe pushing the envelope a little bit, making sure they take advantage of all these workouts. But, you know, it brings up the question around the league now is, Man, this happened really fast with the Riders. I saw Derek Dennis, I think it was, tweeting about this is kind of what we were worried about, jumping back in really quickly and with all this time off uh, that we'd have injuries and we're going to have more guys that are going to, a lot more turnover. Is this going to be the norm? Are we going to see this now, injuries like this, big ones in other teams as training camps open and guys get back on the field? But it's it's devastating. Nelson Lacombo was likely a guy who could come in and play some meaningful snaps, some meaningful downs this year. And Larry Dean, of course, to anchor that linebacking core, it's tough. Two starters for sure. Freddie Bishop was supposed to replace Charleston Hughes. Larry Dean was supposed to replace Solomon Elamimian. And maybe three starters if you put Lacombo in there. So devastating to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders defense. And uh, people are writing in with all kinds of questions regarding that. Roger Yee in Calgary says, Morning, Rod. I'm glad you still use you people. I hope you people have a great weekend. Don Cherry, with using the term you people, probably didn't do anything wrong, but whatevs. Uh, Jennifer down at the Four Seasons says, scary for our riders this year. See, that's the thing. It is a football Friday, and I know we got all these football people that are watching because they always write in during the show, whether they're DMing me or texting me. You guys tell me what I need to know because... The rosters are somewhat limited. What did the Riders bring into quarantine? 97-ish. You had guys dropping out last minute like Brennan Labatt and LJ McRae. But now you lose four in one day, which just defies description. Like I saw the comments from Jeremy O'Day where he said, you might get two torn Achilles tendons in an entire season. Two at the most. That would be a lot. Yeah. Four in one afternoon? What? You know, when things happen that you can't explain, you know who's responsible. God. So the football gods, yeah, they were not smiling on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders yesterday. So, but that's the point with the limited rosters and the injuries you talked about. Whether it was the NBA or the NFL or the beloved Western Hockey League bubble that we worked in, the coaches and gyms were all wondering going in, there's going to be injuries. There, there's probably going to have to be a soft muscle injuries, poles, that kind of thing, it didn't really happen. For, for those leagues, right. it didn't really happen. Are we expecting that that's going to be the case, though, with CFL training camps open? on why, why is the CFL different than the other leagues, I guess is my point. More time off. They've taken more time off, and the NFL didn't really take any time off, right? Right. They just kept rolling, and this is really high impact, high contact. Now you hope the guys have been working, right, continuing to work out, but that's still a little bit different. I don't 
imagine there's been any contact of any kind yet in any of these workouts because it's not training camp open yet. But, man, it's, uh, it's when you're stagnant for a long time and then you get going, you got to, you know, stretch out a little bit and it's tough. Maybe that's just the time off, but... It's a bit of a freak accident is what it kind of seems like. As I mentioned, we're getting hung up on point one, and that's fine because it is the biggest news in the Canadian Football League today, and it's a Flame Tech Football Friday, and that is four riders rupturing their Achilles tendons. Uh, Corey and Aka, they're watching out in Winnipeg. He says, the Blue Bombers are laughing. Oh, they probably are because the riders and the Bombers hate each other. You would expect that. Can we admit it? Yeah. Uh, from James and Borden, Manitoba, Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Canada's team. How about that? How about the rival- that? The rivalry's on. Oh, yeah. Um, a good question here from Mike Blackbird in Toronto. I was almost going to wear my Argos T-shirt today that I bought in the uh, Toronto airport last week and paid like friggin' $80 for it. How do they sleep at night in these airports? Egg salad sandwich I had was $22. Anyways... Mike said, what, what are your thoughts on the CBC article on the Argos? Unless you talked about it already. You have no idea what he's talking about, do you? Because it's a Canadian press story. I read it. I didn't read it on the CBC site. But it's all about the future of the Toronto Argonauts and how much trouble they're in. And you know what? I'm glad you asked, Mike Blackbird. But I'm like, why are we writing about this now on the cusp of training camp and the trouble the Argos are in? I mean, that's just low-hanging fruit that we could talk about every single day. And the crux, Darren, of the story is when the XFL comes back, whenever it does, maybe the CFL, maybe the Argos leave the CFL and jump to the XFL on their own. Maybe MLSC tries to sell the Argos because they're not a money-making proposition. Maybe, maybe that's what happens with the Toronto Argos. Like, it's a literal here-we-go-again story. And the third option, I think, was maybe the MLSC tries to find a way to make the Argos viable financially. It goes back to what Arash said yesterday where – there's been no, from what we see, ingenious creativity for how the CFL is going to make money. It's just pounding a square peg into a round hole, which they've been doing for years, and they're back playing with like no changes from what we can see and praying that sports betting money is going to make them all rich. What do I think about the Argos article? That's the crux of it. I read it, but I don't care. Why are we talking about this? Why would you even write that article? Unless I've completely missed it. What do you think? Yeah, it just doesn't seem like the right time. I'm not interested now. Like, I mean, <laughs> Now's not the time. We've been doing this for the last six months. Right. Talking about the business of the league and the teams of the league. You know, it's funny. We never talked about it. individual teams deciding to go XFL route or being scooped up by another league, which could happen. But even then, I'm not interested in getting into it right now no. because what I'm interested in is these injuries. I'm interested in training camps opening right away. I'm interested in... Well, tomorrow, right? Training camp's open tomorrow. I'm interested in the season now. And when they get on the field, let's look at what these depth charts look like. You know, I'm all in on the season. In the off seasons, when we can evaluate the business model, right? When you get to the season now, it's like, look at, we got to put our energy on the season. That's why you shut down talks with the XFL and start to move forward. And once the season's going and you can kind of get going, then maybe you can revisit some of these things or look at them in the off season. But not now. Uh, just bad timing for the article. No idea why they did it. All the Bomber fans have woken up. Andrew Komet watching on Facebook says, Go Blue! Jordan Ewart on YouTube says, Ha! Those Winnipeg fans sure think they're special. 
They are special. That's the thing. They're the defending Great Cup champions. They waited 30 years. Let them have their due. They've been able to gloat for two years. And I will... Uh, John Ohm in Winnipeg's watching. Ohm. He says, the reason you bought an Argo uniform, Rod? You like the logo? Pay attention, man. Yeah, it's my, one of my favorite unis in sports. Double blue. How can you get wrong? He spent five days with me. Most days, you see me in blue. It's That's my right. favorite color by far and away. So when I had a chance to buy an Argos t-shirt, because they weren't going to send us any for free, they made that very clear. I had a chance to buy a t-shirt in the airport in Toronto, and I'm happy that I did. And uh, C. Walker, watching in Winnipeg on YouTube, says, never like to gloat on injuries. Bad karma. Julio will probably have a take on that. You shouldn't gloat on your rival's injuries, but you can still cheer your rival's injuries. And I'll just tell you this. Don't feel ill of me, but 2007 West Final, I'm sitting in the press box at BC Play Stadium, about to call the Riders and the Lions in the West Final. We're watching the East Final. I guess as you're looking at it, we're in Vancouver, Toronto, uh, Winnipeg's here. It was in Winnipeg, Montreal, right? Kevin Glenn broke his arm. I think it was his left arm. And I was like, Yes! And I love Kevin Glenn. For years, I called him Blue Streak. And he thought it was hilarious. We're very close friends. But I knew all the riders had to do was get past the BC Lions in the West Final, and they weren't going to win. The Bombers weren't going to win without Kevin Glenn, and that's exactly what happened. Is that gloating injuries? It's cheering injuries. And there was no bad karma there. I think we were all cheering it as a rider nation. Well, it just, yeah. You don't want to see it for the other guy. You don't want to. No. But. Any, br- any breaks you can catch along the way. It's business. It is. Uh, yeah, it helps. But. Hey, the warm-up's been brought to you by Ecole Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Estevan, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Ecole Electric, let's get to work. We're going to the West Coast to chat with the BC Lions. Julio Caravada next. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. You're watching on the Game Plus television network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds. Full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, homies. Hey, we got a lot of things to get to with Julio Caravada. Uh, at one time, record holder in the CFL. He might still be. And when I say that, I want to get Julio's take on the four devastating Rough Rider injuries and then the announcement that the CFL and XFL have broken up. And uh, Jonathan Kinder is a new viewer. He's watching in Kansas City, and he says the XFL thing wasn't moronic. It brought at least one XFL fan to the CFL. I'm going to root for the Bombers because they are closest to Kansas City. Well, I guess there's that. But let's get Julio on the screen. I understand he's been watching the whole program today. How you doing, Jules? I'm good, buddy. How are you? 100%. Well, you heard what I wanted to talk to you about. What, what did you think when you heard yesterday four riders blew Achilles tendons in a, in a workout at Mosaic? Well, I won't lie. I was shocked. Um, you know, I'm disappointed for the Rough Riders, you know what I mean? To lose, you know, potentially three starters um, to injury like that is is devastating. Um, 
you know, I mean, I heard you guys earlier talking about, like, what were they doing? You know, I mean, I, you can totally see what they're doing, right? Guys are in town. They're excited about going out there. As long as the coaches aren't on the field, you know, the players can get together and work out and, and try to get themselves, you know, back into, you know, game shape. You know, this is going to be a very, very difficult month for the players. Um, no preseason. They're going to play some inter-squad games. Um, be not only taxing physically, but mentally. So, um, guys trying to get a head start on that is, is is no surprise, but four guys to Achilles injuries in in you know in one practice is just unheard of. And um, again, as I said, you, it's devastating for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders who you know are counting on probably three of those guys to be starters. Well, I think the CFL what people forget a little bit is we don't really know what's going on. Like, are these players in Regina at the U of R? I don't know. I think they are. There's very little coverage of it. You know the Lions are obviously going to Kamloops, but we don't know the details. I'm like, well, they got a great field turf surface at the University of Regina where the Rams practice, so I don't understand why you wouldn't just take the guys there, but I don't think it's a turf thing. It was, I guess, more than anything, Julio, and you must have reasoned this in your own head, it was a freak thing, period. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I heard you earlier talking about the fact that the time off has probably affected these guys. You, know, you think about, you know, football players, and I can speak from my experience, it's, it's all about routine. You know, we're creatures of habit. So, you know, season ends, usually most players will take about a month off and then they're going to start getting back into it, whether it's, you know, you're jogging or running or doing whatever you do, but you're, you're never taking, you know, you're not taking four or five months off. And I think in this case, you probably got a lot of players that were once they reached the point where they knew they weren't going to play, probably a lot of them, they you know probably kept doing a few things, but it's not the same intensity that you have building up for the next season. So a lot of guys probably took some time off to probably heal their bodies and probably thought, you know, mentally was they either some of them had to find other work. Some of them had to figure out what they were going to do. Are they going to keep going? So all those question marks you know, you, you stop taking care of your body the way that you normally do. And anytime you hear about Achilles injuries, you know, usually it's, you know, that, you know, you, you start tightening up and then it's that idea that you're going out and doing things and trying to explode and do, you know, explosive exercises. And that's where, you know, you get those kinds of, of, of um, injuries. So you can kind of see it. But again, one, two, but to have four in one day, is just it's just a freak accident. A uh, one more on this before we go to CFL, XFL, and then the Lions. But people are saying, "Hey, let's get Solomon Alamimian out of retirement." The president of the CFL Players <laughs> Association. You, as a guy that knows Solly really well, and being yeah. a guy that played in this league, and you did retire at one time. Can you talk about the fact that, like most guys I know, when they're out, they're out. See ya. They're not coming back. I mean, I can't imagine Solly's in game shape. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that. I'm sure probably. Knowing Solly the way I know him, he's, he's such a fierce competitor that, you know, all of us, I think, as we get older, whether you're an athlete or not, whatever you do in your spare time, whether it's play rec hockey or baseball, we always think that we're, you know, 22, 24 years old. And the reality is, is that you're when you get older, you just can't do the things that you used to do. So Solly, I'm sure probably in his heart is probably thinking to himself, hey, if I get that phone call, it would be really good for my, you know, for my ego. But you know, I mean, like you say, I, I, I would probably think it'd be pretty hard for him at this point. He probably has decided he's moving on and, and, and probably hasn't been working out or running. But I don't know that. Maybe also, maybe Solly's been working out like crazy, thinking that he might go. 
um, you might have to phone him and ask him whether he's ready to come back because don't don't kid yourself. They might be phoning him and seeing what his physical condition is. They probably already have. By the way, our director yeah. of scouting, Craig Smith, checks in. You know, Smitty, he says, what's up, Julio? How's everything on the West Coast? You and Moj staying out nice. of trouble? That's from Smitty, and I will <laughs> say congratulations on the new radio deal with CKNW yeah. for yourself and Moj, which I never thought for a second Thank that, that something wasn't going to come down the pipe. Um, we announced, we heard this week the CFL, XFL are done. The talks aren't happening. What was your initial reaction when you heard that? Well, you know, I think it was probably great timing because this is not the kind of thing that you want heading into a season with, you know, the talks and what are they going to do, what the potential is. So, you know, I'm glad that, you know, they put it, you know, off to the side. Uh, I, I, who knows whether or not they revisit it down, this down the road. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But I like the fact that the CFL came out prior to the season and just said, listen, you know, I mean, that we've, we've tabled these talks. We're not going to talk anymore. Um, and let's just get down to the business of playing football. I think all of us um, who love the game, who love watching the game, um, want to just get back to football. I want to talk about rosters. I want to talk about potential, you know, teams that are and and the young players that they're bringing in. It's just nice to talk and 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 now get excited about seeing some football on television and seeing watch and going and watching in person. So um, I'm just excited about that. I'm glad this whole thing is kind of going to be behind us for a while. I'm sure it's probably going to resurface, but let's. Let's talk about it at another time, and let's get excited about the season. Fair enough. Let, I'm holding you to that. I'll bring you back after the season, and we will talk about it. I'm just <laughs> Okay, hey, for sure. Thumbs up or thumbs down? You played in the 90s U.S. expansion. I mean, I think we could do the same thing all over again. It was so much fun. Like, are you thumbs up or thumbs down on a merger? Um, you mean, I, I won't lie. As a player, it was exciting, right? It, you know, it was still the same game. And, but we were playing it against, you know, American competition. So that was exciting. You know, I mean, anytime a player gets a chance to, you know, we start traveling down into the States and, you, you know, you, you know, football's got a, there's a different vibe down there when it comes. Right? So it was exciting. I won't lie, you know, going to Sacramento, going to San Antonio, Baltimore. Um, they, it was exciting to go to those places and play. Um, but, you know, I mean, I know the big thing is about the rules, right? That how, how do they tweak the game in order to, um, you know, to accommodate down there. I, that's, I mean, I, I, I got a couple of ideas on maybe some of the things that they might try to do. You know, you go four downs, go unlimited motion. I don't know what they would what they would do, but, um, you know, it, it was. I won't lie though, as a player and getting the opportunity and and play against different guys and and going to different cities was exciting. Yeah, well, and I, my biggest regret, I just missed it. Just missed it coming oh, into the you? CFL. Yeah, I, well, I came in in 99 was my first year. I would uh, The stories are legendary, obviously, from those road trips yes. and the games and everything. Yes. Uh, so you're right, though. A topic for another time, the rules discussion, which I love that discussion, but we have a season in front of us. So the BC Lions really seem to have a vibe, Julio. I sense it. Do you? Well, you know, I mean, I, I think that uh, people here are excited about, you know, one um, – getting a Rick Campbell out here who's a proven winner, um, you know, having Wally Buono here for all those years and providing the stability that he did, um, you know, you get kind of used to, you know, having everything done the right way, right? Uh, and the consistency in play. And it was, you know, obviously when they when they hired Claybrooks and, and Ed Hervey uh, leaving now and the coaching change, and they needed to make, they needed to make this move. Like, you know, Rick Campbell's a no-brainer, right? He's... He's a winner. 
He's a proven winner. He's grown up in this league. He, he knows what it takes to win. Um, and that's what this market needs, right? And so now he's, along with Neil McAvoy, they're going to be able to put their stamp on this team um, as far as being co-general managers. I think they they brought in some good pieces. There's still some question marks, though, right? The, you know, I think everyone's going to talk about, you know, Michael Riley and, you know, that offensive line. In fact, they gave up, what, 58 sacks last year. But Kelly Bates coming in halfway through the year really changed that offensive line and, you know, how they approached the game. And they were much, much better in the second half of the season. And then now getting Riker Matthews in free agency, get him to play that right side. Um, you know, look across the board. You got Matthews, you got Suk Chung, you got Norman or, or Godber. They're going to be battling out for that center spot. You got Hunter Stewart and you got Figueroa on the left side. So solid, a solid offensive line. For me, the game's won or lost on the line of scrimmage. So offensive line wise, defensive line. Now that's another question. J.R. Tavai was brought over in free agency. Chris Casher was brought over in free agency. But if you look at the list of, what, 16 or 18 defensive linemen that they brought, they've got guys that got NFL experience, but there's very few names that you're going to recognize there. So they're rebuilding that entire defensive front. And to me, that's going to be where the biggest question mark is. I probably should move on from the 2011-ish era Lions that Wally was in charge of. Remember when you guys could get consistent quarterback pressure with a four-man yeah. rush period i mean the likes like that may never be seen again remember that oh god yeah i mean that was to hey when this team had cam wake and and you know they were able to like you say get pressure with four guys man i mean i talked to any defensive coordinator you know when you're able to do that you could do a lot of different things in the back end and, and have a lot of success and they did but um that to me is 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 the big key that getting those four. But now, even the game has evolved now, where more teams are doing it, and and rightfully so. Is there they're carrying seven, eight defensive linemen because of the rotation, getting fresh bodies in there because of the importance of getting after the quarterback and being able to disrupt that timing. The quarterbacking in this league is getting better and better. And if you don't get after a guy like Bo Levi or Michael Riley. Um, or Trevor Harris, they're rhythm guys, and if you don't if you don't get into their get in, uh, disrupt that rhythm, you mean you look at the statistics and from the quarterbacks and the, the top tier guys, they're completing seventy plus percent of their passes. You know, so it puts a lot of strain on your defense when you got guys who are back there making really good decisions and know how to get rid of the ball. It it puts a lot of strain on your defense, and the one way you can com- combat that is is getting after them, and so that front four is so critical in getting after the quarterback. Well, I'll tell you what, it is nice to be talking ball again, Julio. Ball for all. Look forward to listening to you this year in the Lions broadcast booth. And there's that smile I missed. We'll be hey, seeing you hey, uh, August 6, buddy. I will. I look forward to that. That should be that should be unbelievable. So I'm looking forward to that. And plus, you know what? It's been great watching your show. Now I know. How come I've never been to the Bad Greek? <laughs> I'll take you if you want. Huh? I'll take you. I, I, I was going to say, you I mean all the all the years that I've been going there, you never told me about the Mad Greek. I love Greek food. Now I maybe, got a place to go. Maybe because you're Italian. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's only forty miles down the road. Thanks, Julio. Appreciate appreciate <laughs> you. Okay, buddy. Julio Caravada. Cheers. Yeah, you too. Uh, longtime color voice of the BC Lions, Grey Cup champion, punter quarterback combo, and uh, his chat there about the passing. 
situation in the CFL reminded me of our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, and it is, who will lead Alberta in CFL passing yards in 2021? Trevor Harris of the Edmonton Elks or Bo Levi Mitchell of the Calgary Stampeders? And on Facebook, I see 54% voting for Bo. On Twitter, 55% voting for the Calgary quarterback. Trevor Harris will be with us next hour. When we come back after this timeout, a sports update. We'll tell you what else is going on in the world of sports. We'll get to a viewer takeover early, and we'll answer a lot of your questions because there's a debate raging in the YouTube and Facebook comment section today about uh, this CFL-XFL stuff and all kinds of CFL discussion. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday, and we'll be back in a moment. You're watching on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. I got a sports update coming up. I just want to say something. I mentioned that there was a YouTube, Facebook, uh, a debate, not an argument for once, but a debate brewing regarding CFL uh, expansion. We got it going with the CFL, XFL talk. I see Earl James watching on YouTube here. He says, I think Quebec City and Halifax have been asking for a long time. He says, I'd like to see Canadian expansion. He says, maybe some border cities like Detroit or Buffalo. And that's the one thing I don't understand what it is about Canadian football. Can somebody please enlighten me when the topic comes up of expansion or tweaking any bloody thing that relates to the CFL? It's World War III. You know, and I look at hockey, and it's like, hey, we're putting a 31st team in Las Vegas. <sighs> we're putting a 32nd team in Seattle. <sighs> Bob's your uncle. It's all great. Let's celebrate it. Growth. Yeah, more fans, more money. CFL. My God, we changed this league. You're dead. Why is that? I don't, like, I am, I'm over it. I'm over it. The first step is admitting there's a problem. That's the first step. And for the fans that go and watch the Saskatchewan Rough Riders or the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, or, uh, the Toronto Argonauts, the, the ones that go there, they don't think there's anything wrong, right? Because the <laughs> no. games are great. Exactly. The players are awesome. The talent is up here. You know, the games are outstanding. So the entertainment value is perfect. It's the business model that's got a problem. Viewer Philip Reese is watching in Miami, and he says, I'm still waiting for the expansion CFL Miami Manatees. That is some form of sea creature down there in South Florida. And uh, I just don't get it. Like, you just talk about changing anything, and people just lose their spit, and I'm tired of fighting with people. Yeah. Sports update. Devin Booker scored 31 points. Chris Paul had 23 and the Phoenix Suns beat the Milwaukee Bucks 118-108 to take a 2-0 series lead in the NBA Finals. Giannis Antetokounmpo finished with 42 points and 12 rebounds, but the Suns held him off basically to win the game and now game 3 goes Sunday in Milwaukee. Uh, Xavier Moon led the way with 23 points for the Edmonton Stingers as the team remains unbeaten, beating the Saskatchewan Rattlers 101-60. Rattlers 0-5. What's going on? 
10160. That's what's going on. That was that was a beatdown. Yeah. I, after year one, I want to say they're going into a rebuild. It's just tough. Hey, that, that's the breaks, right? Yeah. But I trust the people in charge, the Rowlers. They'll, they'll be fine. What's the magic number for them to miss the playoffs? Yeesh. I guess we're going to get some Rattlers personnel on next week, Clark was telling me. Uh, but how about those Edmonton Stingers? They are 4-0 and looking to repeat. Uh, meanwhile, the Niagara River Lions caught fire in the third quarter, dropping 37 points en route to a convincing 103-82 victory over the Fraser Valley Bandits at the Meridian Center Thursday evening. That's the home of the Mississauga Ice Dogs. The Blue Jays and Orioles were postponed with Tropical Storm Elsa expected to hit the Baltimore area during the game. The game will be made up as part of a doubleheader on September 11th. Toronto gets an extra day's rest before opening up a three-game set with the Rays Friday at Tropicana Field. That's today, right? That's, That's quite today. a set. 5-10 Mountain first pitch. Jays 8 back in the AL East. Chasing Boston, but Tampa's in between. Uh, by the way, Marlins manager Don Mattingly will return for a seventh season in 2022. Mattingly and the club have agreed to a mutual option in his contract that allows him to manage next season. This sports update for the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Can we get the camera on Moose, the, 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 two, the big shot, the two shot, see what he's got? I apologize that I didn't put tennis in my sports update, so <laughs> go. Semifinal Wimbledon right now. Um, Dennis Shapovalov, the Canadian, is in the semis. His first ever semis in a Grand Slam against Novak Djokovic, the world number one. And uh, the Serbian, they just, he, Novak just won the opening set in a tiebreak 7-6. But Shapo looks really good today. Um, so I've got, my, I got a half an eye on this. So uh, How's it, they're so in the second they're in, set. They're in overtime? They were in the first set. And uh, Novak won the first set. Best of five here. So uh is up one in the second set. So thank you for the update. Thank you for the time. Um, it's all Greek to me. It won't be when I get you into Rogers Cup. Well, it's not that called that anymore. In Toronto. <laughs> they don't call that in, anymore? In Montreal. No, National Bank Open or something. But anyways, the Canadian Championship. Uh, when we go there next summer, I'll get you into it. So it's what we call a Flame Tech Football Friday. And, uh, boy, we covered a lot of ground here today. The biggest news in the CFL right now is four players on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders blew Achilles tendons in a workout on Thursday. And there's a lot of conjecture across the league from other teams going, what were they doing on the field? We're not on the field. But as I know the general manager of the Rough Riders, Jeremy O'Day, for literally decades – he doesn't break the rules. He plays by the book. If there's a way for them to get on the field, he would find a way for them to get on the field. Their strength coach is the best in the league, I feel. Clinton T. Spencer. And he's a good friend of mine. I don't believe they did anything wrong. It was a freak of nature. Were they pushing their guys? I don't know. I wasn't there. Right? Yeah. And nobody is because it's a closed stadium, but just, just a horrible freak accident. That's the one thing. And then on the CFL-XFL stuff and why I said I don't even want to debate anymore the status of the CFL, where it's going, I, I probably will never debate it again as we sit here today until maybe next winter. I don't know, but I just can't believe the furor and the anger from CFL fans across this country. And I just, I'm not a real fighter to begin with. Not interested. But Jack Fulton's watching in uh, Calgary area. He says, CFL... Change nothing, nothing changes. There's a reason that the 20 to 35-year-old demographic follows the NFL 
And the CFL fan base is mostly older folks. Troy in Toronto says Canadians fear the U.S. stealing our game. It's tied to the inferiority complex we have regarding the United States. Well, I know this. There ain't nothing I can do about Canada's inferiority complex with America. I don't personally have one. I don't think you have one. Why Canada has one, I don't know. We're not going to be able to fix that, Moose. So it's a way to, you know, we go to the American teams to grow the business side of it. Yeah. As a fan, all we care about is the product on the field. We care about our experience going to the game. So there's nothing wrong. So the fans aren't interested in changing that. But you know what? When you sit down and say, look, if we keep going this way, you're not going to have a CFL to watch. Now you got to start looking at some other options. But even if we go down there, we can still be so proud of our game and take our game down there and show it to more people. Larry Dye in Medicine Hat says, if the CFL hasn't figured out a business model by now, yikes. They've had a year and a half, and it doesn't look like anything's changing. And I, I said it yesterday. It scares the hell out of me. Jennifer at the Four Seasons says, how about them Padres last night? No kidding. The uh, relief pitcher hit a grand salami last night at Petco. I saw. Can't remember his name. They just called him up. <laughs> That's not even a household name in his own house. His first hit in his career was a grand slam off Max Scherzer as a pitcher. That's God. Oh, yeah. How about that? Um, it's just getting rolling now. And I just think we'll take a commercial break and come back for overtime and continue the viewer takeover, all right? It's a Flame Tech Football Friday, and you are watching on the Game Plus TV network across all 10 provinces in Canada, three territories, 31 states in the U.S. We're also live daily on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. It's viewer takeover. I was going to say overtime, but that doesn't come for a while. Uh, And the viewer takeover is always fun. Who was it that said that your face is the same color as your shirt? Here it is from Jeff Kibilis in Winnipeg. Moose is the same color as his shirt. How about that? How about that? When you spend enough time in the sun, I think that's all we did was walk and spend time in the sun. In Montreal. I, mean, I budgeted. I was looking at rental cars, right? And the price of that, it was like $80 a day in so Uber rides. <laughs> Didn't use any of it. No. We walked everywhere. Uh, hey, shout out to all our friends in Quebec and viewers that are just, they just sit there. They're like Edmontonians. They don't comment. They just watch. Can we make a little noise out in Quebec? Pick up your phone. Yes, text us. 306. Per- yeah, 306-840-8777. By the way... Support for the Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. That's right, the 4.0. I got the 3.0. You got a chance to get the 4.0. So join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you. Go to manscaped.com right now, use the promo code RP20, and get 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Would I steer you wrong? Not on your life. Manscaped.com, use the promo code RPSHOW. 
And speaking of that, there's a lot of great comments have come in here. Mandy in Edmonton says, I'm checking in from the hospital in Edmonton, working on adding a human to the world at the moment. Maybe by Monday. Good to have this show to watch today. Well, blessings and prayers to you, Mandy. That all goes well. If you are the one delivering. And if it's not you, same thing to you and yours. Um, Allie in Edmonton says, Happy Football Friday RP show from downtown Edmonton. It's awful, those injuries to the players yesterday. I'm still recovering from my broken shoulder arm from March. I really hope for their recoveries to go well. Have a good weekend. That was the thing. When my phone was blown up yesterday from football guys across the country about these injuries, we're all like, oh, the players. Riders will do what they have to do, but we were so worried about the players. They've sacrificed so much. These are the guys that didn't retire, right? They, they looked at it. Should, we, should I? Shouldn't I? That's and they right. said, no, it's worth it. We're going. And then this. I know. And then you start thinking, well, what was I doing? What was I thinking? You start second-guessing it a little bit, but you know what? They're football players. They want to play, and this is part of it, and it's just the real unfortunate part of it. Uh, Brady in Saskatoon. Hey, Rod. It's my 19th birthday today. Happy birthday, Brady. He says, big-time injuries are bound to happen with a year off. You can expect more to come as the CFL season proceeds. The Suns could sweep the NBA Finals up 2-0. I still got them winning in five. Habs must sign Corey Perry. He's a fan favorite. It's a lot of thoughts in one text. From the 204, the spiking Viking listening to the show out on Lake Winnipeg on a commercial fishing boat. How about that? All right. The spiking Viking. Metal shingle guy writes in. He says, it's pretty sad. These so-called CFL fans most only watch their team play, then turn the channel to watch the NFL four down game. But they don't want it in our game. Don't know what to say about that. Tim, Bob and Grand Prairie says, Tim said it best. He's talking about Sid and Tim. Tim and Sid. He says, uh, it's up to the fans to get off their butts and go to the games. We have the product. If Canadians don't want it, that's it. We don't need the USA or XFL. And we don't need to keep crapping all over the league. Go to the damn games, people. Remember when I said that? Yeah. Remember what happened to me? Yeah. Those were, those were the days. <laughs> Tim can say the exact same thing that I say. Nobody says spit. I Man, I get nailed to the cross. I'm used to it. Next hour, Trevor Harris and more of this. Stick around after this break here on Game Plus TV. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.